and it's a, like five of these people. And they look at the whole classroom, just like Dying. in a state of candemonium, just meltdown. <laughs> the death stare I got from everyone at that table. That was a decent, decent redemption arc. <laughs> Damn, sweating bullets right there. And also, tell us how reasoning. you got that fetish. Yeah. No, don't. We don't want to know. I want to know. I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of me left alive <laughs> across the multiverse. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and beings of all ages. Boys and girls. But probably over the age of at least, I hope, 16? If you're a kid watch, if you're a kid right now, if you're watching as a kid right now, turn this off. Just go watch. Uh, go watch Mr. Beast. Yeah, I was going to say something that made me sound really old. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, <laughs> Go watch the Magic School Bus. Honestly, Schoolhouse Rock. I was that was my next it's thing. Underrated. Yeah. It's yeah. underrated. Especially about the one. Uh, I'm just a Bill on Capitol Hill. The one that got banned oh, from television. Did it really? Why? Because it was too cutting into the the oh, connection the, the, of the politics, the, the politics, the connection between you know money and power and politics and dang. Yeah. It, well, those are the good old days when you could just get away with shit like that. They got away with it. It aired, but I don't think it got any reruns. Oh, man. That was a good one, though. It was so informative. It was. Because, like, and nothing else in school was going to teach you anything about that. still worth a watch. If you haven't seen it, go watch. I don't know what it is called, but Schoolhouse Rock, Bill. I feel like my future kids are going to watch. They're going to grow up on that. They're going to grow up on Schoolhouse Rock, Sesame Street, pretty solid. If you put all of the Schoolhouse Rock content together like sequentially do you even get an hour oh i don't yeah because they're quick they're quick little snippets. yeah there's not and there's not that many it's not like there's like seven seasons of school yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it got canceled before they're that gonna, they're gonna grow up on blues clues <laughs> i remember uh you know uh, the counting the math ones um like three six nine that's how i learned about six six nine. Oh, and i have i have um we the people in order to form a more perfect union, et cetera, yes. et cetera. That is, that yeah. is etched into my mind yep. because of the way that it was put to music. Yeah, right. Like, I remember that whole string. Pretty genius. Pretty genius concept. If yes. you make anything a song, you'll remember it like 30 times more. Like, <laughs> even even now till this day, if I have to count by threes, like multiples of three, I'll, I'll do the song in my head. As like a 35-year-old man, I'll be like, three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18. <laughs> you know? like, that's the only way I can count by threes is by singing it because of Schoolhouse Rock. And you carry a calculator in your pocket, even though, <laughs> yeah. even though your teachers love to tell you, now, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket all the time, so you need to learn these multiplication <laughs> yeah, <right>. tables. Yeah. <laughs> and long division. Yeah. Fuck you, long division. Yeah, dude. I learned long division. I knew long division for two weeks in like sixth grade and then after that since then it's been gone from my mind I yeah don't i don't recall or 100%. understand it 100 percent. now they call it short division just to be inclusive <laughs> it's not <laughs> like yeah it just wasn't we weren't really celebrating diversity with long division average division average div yeah i think that's a good happy medium <laughs> welcome to the show oh yeah hey didn't see you there <laughs> <laughs> i want to open with this fantastic clip Bring it. But I think I showed you. Oh, I didn't know if I showed you. This was Friday. This guy can get it. There was just this ratchet club we were at. Uh-huh. And there's like this 80-year-old guy completely by himself just grooving. Dude, I wish I wish I could watch him on the dance floor for like another three minutes. Yeah, no, I, I did. I did in person. It was it was fascinating. He was there was at one point there were two young chicks just grinding on him because he had he had good vibes like he did he had good dance floor vibes but it also made me wonder who's the victim here is it the young females or is it this eighty year old senior I mean you don't end up grinding on that guy by accident yeah you don't end up grinding on two chicks by accident <laughs> I don't think anybody was victimized in that but it warped my whole perception because I, I started thinking that's someone's grandpa. <laughs> I was I was fucked up, dude. It me up. It really fucked me up. Because he, he, he <laughs> this poor man. You can't be like, oh, those are somebody's daughters, but there's two of them. Yeah, there's exactly. only one. He was outnumbered, dude. <laughs> That's somebody's grandfather. He's way outnumbered. I was like, is anyone seeing this right now, dude? I it was pretty baller though. I like that. I like that. That guy had that guy had the right attitude to yeah. get on the dance floor. Like, yeah. Like. 
you know i i, I was uh, i was i was you know i was uh, admiring him i was like dude that guy, that old guy was awesome and then mel was like he was staring at me the whole night <laughs> I was like, like damn okay well i mean that's a compliment though like you could have you could have been like well i guess he has good taste <laughs> yeah damn i wasn't that smooth <laughs> I tried to make her feel guilty. I was like, "Look, he's just having a good time. He's just hanging with the boys." Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take those opportunities to just like Uno reverse card and be like, "Yeah, yeah." What? So, so some some old guy is looking at you a lot. Well, hey, I look like I like looking at you. So apparently, he has good taste, right? If it was just a normal, if it was a, if it was like a twenty five year old guy, you wouldn't have batted an eye, right? So it's like, oh, that's a little, it's a little ageist, mm-hmm. you know like point out the single out the the old guy be like it's, like, it's not he, okay for him to do it if he can get out on the dance floor and break it down like that that's right i mean you know he, he i'm sure he's good to go i feel like seniors should get into clubs free just like just like chicks if you if you are getting into the club to like engage and not just sit in the back and right and you know drink a drink and be creepy dude yes because he was he was more involved he was dancing and like having good vibes and like hanging with everyone mm-hmm. whereas like all the guys that like are our age or younger they yeah. were actually sitting on the sidelines with their drinks, just watching all the girls dance in the middle. And it was very like, like Mel pointed out, she's like, did you notice like all the guys are just drinking on the outside and all the girls are dancing on the inside? And the guy is just like the hunt was on. Like these guys are just like scoping. It was like watching Nat Geo. It was insane. It was like, like a dude, wolf pack. It was dude. It's trying, trying to find prey. It seriously was. Like which one is weak and infirm? Yeah. I was like, Mel, I have to chip you. <laughs> people know, people know that you're taken. It's scary out there. It's, it's wild. a jungle out there. It's wild. Um, dude. <laughs> I had a I had a great uh boyfriend redemption arc this weekend. Oh. Actually today. So when we were uh, before we were hanging out with Mike, mm-hmm. I uh she she was like, Oh, I want to go to Home Goods later tonight and like or later today and, and shop for Christmas decorations. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And then we hung up with Mike and then yeah. afterwards we checked out his new place and then it was like maybe four PM or something, and I could tell she was just like Okay. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, no, nothing. You know, I just thought maybe we were still going to like shop for Christmas decor, but it's, it's getting late. So it's fine. It's fine. It's like, we don't have to. And I was like, oh, it's definitely not fine. Isn't it's nothing but it's everything but fine. You know, I have, I have the most deep respect for women when they can admit that it's not fine. Yeah. Cause yeah. it is, yeah. it's like, I don't, it's hard to hold it against people for, for like, not wanting to make you uncomfortable by saying I'm disappointed about blah, blah, blah. Right. So they just cover it up and they say everything's fine. Yeah, exactly. Which never works. It never works really. So what I did was like, I knew it wasn't fine. So I mapped us. I was like, all right, well, let's just drive home then. She's like, yeah, it's, for, it's too late. Forget about it. And I mapped us straight to home goods. So we roll up and she's like, what, what, what? we weren't supposed to go here. I was like, we were supposed to go here. <laughs> and it was, it was like instant, instant boyfriend redemption achieved. Dude, I did not realize how much women love home goods. Oh yeah, dude. Like I've never seen her happier than just in the clearance aisle of a home Bro, goods. Bro, you get into home goods, you get into the, the clearance aisle, you get into like the cookware, the candles. Oh dude. Yeah. We were Watch knee out. deep, knee deep in all the sales and mm-hmm. uh yeah, I I escaped the doghouse narrowly tonight. Honestly yeah. honestly, home goods is not a bad redemption destination. Yeah, like if if that's if that's all it takes, right? It was I, little. I, I, it was I'll little be honest. Thing. I like deals, so so yeah. I've been known to go to Home Goods a time yeah. or two. Yeah, just, just to scope things out. Yeah, because I mean, for sure. Because initially I went for her, and then mm-hmm. as we're walking around, I'm like, "This is only twelve bucks." Yeah, I pay like eighty bucks for that at Crate and Barrel. Yeah, like throw it in the cart. A single banana for twelve bucks. Throw it in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's eighty dollars at Crate and Barrel. <laughs> All right, we're getting two bananas. So, did you have a cart? We had a cart. Okay, that's we dangerous. But we had a cart. But yeah. for Christmas, Christmas decoration, knickknack shopping, it's understandable. Yeah. But you definitely, you definitely get more excited to walk around a store when you have a cart because mm-hmm. you kind of, it's like already assumed that you're going to get something. Yeah. So it's like it makes it part of the experience. Like, all right, it's just like fully like embracing it. You're two feet in when, yeah. you, when you grab a cart. Yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna shopping. get more respect from the employees. Yeah. <laughs> and the girlfriend. She's like, all right, all right. Um, no, it was good. That was, uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a good move. Yeah, no, I uh, was proud of myself for that one. And she paid for all the stuff. Well, we split. I, I zelled her afterwards. Yeah. She like got her credit card out and she swiped it. I was like, come on. You're buying shit for my house. Like, I'm going to pay for it. 
Mm-hmm. So we, we we split. We ended up splitting it. But uh, that's 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 pretty sweet, man. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. event, ultimately, you're you're both gonna enjoy it. You will probably get more enjoyment. Sure. Time wise, right, right. She'll probably get more enjoyment intensity wise. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's a trade off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was a good balance. You know that 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 Christmas scented candle, the green one. Yeah. Came from Home Goods. Oh yeah, you got that right. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Did you notice that I relocated it? Yes. Yeah, I moved it to the coffee table mm-hmm. from the uh, little. End it's a little stand. more, a little more prominent location for the season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm starting to optimize the house. Mm-hmm. You know, my quarter furnished house, trying to make it look as pretty it's, as possible. It's honestly, you know what? Like, I I look at it and I go, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a, a bonus to have only partially fur- like some rooms that are only like partially furnished because. Yeah, because you it gives you the excuse to just be like, okay, yeah, it's more storage space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like we were talking about getting a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we're gonna put the tree. I was like, how about in the first living room that has nothing in it? <laughs> I mean, other than boxes, which will be gone in like a yeah. month. But it's like, let's just like there there will literally be a, an entire living room in my house that's just got a Christmas tree in it and nothing you, else, you which could, is pretty cool. If it's big, it could just completely block uh, visual visual sightlines to the cat uh, Death Star. The cat Death Star. Oh, the the litter box, the pooping station. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It covers up an eyesore. Yeah, it solves a lot of problems. And if it's a real pun, if it's a real, actually, personally, I would say uh, go with uh, oh crap, not pine, but um, cedar. Go with cedar. A cedar tree. Yeah. What's if the difference? Just the smell. I, I like the smell of cedar more than pine. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even realize that Christmas trees came in like different varieties like that i thought it was just like a christmas tree is a christmas tree christmas tree is whatever tree you put shit on and put presents under i mean okay but i mean if you go to like a lot with christmas trees they got different types of wood and stuff different trees i i don't know i don't know much about it i just know that they're they're pretty expensive now they are i mean christmas trees. i remember them being like 80 120 bucks yeah and that was that was years ago. So they got like a nice Christmas tree is like probably, 150, 200. Yeah, easy. Yeah, by, like by an this eight point. foot. Yeah. yeah, like a nice one that doesn't look like a Charlie Brown tree. Mm-hmm. It's not like slanted, like you know, steeped over. Sometimes it can be kind of fun, like kind of sweet to get like like the deformed tree. Right. It's it's like going to like a an animal rescue and just yeah. getting the shittiest looking dog. Exactly. Like yeah. for me, what what hits the hardest is it got it's, it's got to smell like a Christmas tree. Yeah. No, it's it fair. It could be like a little bit of an ugly runt of a Christmas tree. Yeah. But if, it, if it's got that smell, yeah, that that Christmas tree smell, I'm all about Christmas it. tree redemption arc. Yes. <laughs> The only thing I'm worried about is that uh, every year, anytime I ever get a tree, the cats fuck it up. Okay, well, that, I I can't I can't help you there. What I realize is a Christmas tree with ornaments on it is just a giant cat toy. Oh well, they just see it like they just swipe it all and like just ornaments crash. They, they, there's they, they there's shatter. no there's no way to firewall that off. You can't you can't prevent access. Well, actually, I was looking up uh, some stuff with my um, uh, a friend of mine. He, she was like showing me uh, how people have cat proofed their Christmas trees. There's some Christmas trees that. Is only leaves like five feet up, and it's just a. It looks like a palm tree. So it's just like a pole. It's just a trunk. <laughs> a really long. It's a pole. It's a pole <laughs> with like fifty percent of a tree at the upper half, so the cat. So can't basically, get to you it. just trim the bottom half of it down exactly. to nothing. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a Californian Christmas palm tree. But the the another solution was just get a fence, like put a fence, a wire fence around it. Yeah. Anytime that you know you're not there to supervise the cats, which I might do actually. When when do you actively supervise your cats? Only when I'm home and I'm around, like, because you can hear, like, if, if they're fucking with the tree, you can hear the ornaments jingling, and I'm like, hey, knock it up. Like, I'll run in the room. So this has happened before. I mean, every every year I've ever gotten a tree, this happens. <laughs> every year there's casualties. There's broken ornaments on the floor. Come, You know, I wake up in the morning, like, damn, we got we lost two. Um, okay, so so no more glass ornaments, because... Yeah, I've learned. I've, yeah. They're all only, like, wood and, like, plastic and, you know. Yeah. Kind of cheapens it a bit, but, dude, you got a cat proof when you got a cat proof. At least we don't put asbestos on our Christmas trees anymore. We used to do that. I mean, I'm not surprised, but it used to be like like fake snow for movies and yeah, Christmas yeah, trees and everything. Yeah. Uh, that was asbestos. Damn. Some of the shit that we just we just let fly back then. Didn't know any better. Yeah, lead paint. Good stuff. Lead in gasoline. Wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, lead in gasoline. That's right. Dude. About that. Yeah. There's like a whole generation that grew up with massive amounts of lead in the environment, in the air and the food. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a pretty, pretty straight correlation between levels of, uh, levels of lead in the environment and yeah. like violent crime. Oh really? Yeah. Like and it just then, fires people up. Yeah. It makes them dumb and violent. 
Damn. And then when lead got banned and the levels in the environment dropped back down, yeah, violent crime shortly thereafter Whoa. followed. So is that like it affects a part of your brain that like analyzes consequence of your actions maybe? I mean, I, I can't speak to the exact neurology of it, but that sounds about right. Dang. All right. Well, I've, I've, I've always been a pretty... Pretty law, but no, I can't say I'm. <laughs> but you're not dumb and violent. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'll take that. I'll take that. So I've just I've had a moderate amount of lead in my life, probably based on my yeah my my track record. My exposure is is probably fairly limited, except I I uh, I was in West Virginia visiting my grandparents. Yeah, and my, my grandfather had this this great like you know couple acres of of forest in the backyard, as it were. Yeah, where he would go shooting. And I was walking around out there and I kept finding just bullet slugs on the ground, just like all the, and like, cause he would, he would do hand loading. So he made like his own, his own oh, uh, loads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And sure. so I kept finding like, just like wad cutter, like bare, bare lead slugs. And for whatever reason, I grabbed like a good handful or two of those. Yeah. Brought them back and sat on them for five years. And then when I was in high school, uh, in my Latin class, we had uh, we were learning about defixiones, which is a, so so. Back in the day in Rome, you would write on lead. Yeah, like you'd have a tablet made of lead because right. this is nice soft metal, and yeah. then you have a sharp instrument, you know, chisel it in, just you know, like write on it like a pencil, basically. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And it just kind of engraves right into the lead, right. And uh, I asked my my teacher, "Hey, uh, I want to get some extra credit. What if I make an actual lead curse tablet, which is a defixione, <laughs> which is you take a lead tablet and you write a curse on like, you know, this this person cheated on my girl with me, so I'm going to yeah. write a curse and toss it in this fountain, and the god that this fountain is honoring." will take that curse tablet and apply that curse to that person. And <laughs> you thought you'd get extra credit for that. I did get extra you credit. For, I took I took all, all the all the raw just lead slugs that I had found and they were cool with it. Yeah, I I, I put them I take a I took a uh, like a coke can, I cut the top off. Yeah. Put it on my stove, it was a gas stove. Yeah. And then I just dropped the the, the bullets in there and then just ran the I just heated up until they were molten. Whoa. And then I pour, I put some aluminum foil on a baking sheet. Yeah. And when it was all molten, I just poured it real quick onto a baking sheet. Oh and it was just like a nice big splash of lead. There's that, so many dangerous things about that. Right? The fact, dude, times were, times were more fun like back a, then. A, a, just an aluminum can full of molten lead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're just a student. Your teacher's like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll reward you I was you doing this. this at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sure. so they didn't know the process behind it. If anybody had known the process, they'd have been like, hold up. The minute you said lead. Yeah, you know, like in, in modern society, they'd be like, "No." Now, here's the thing: <laughs> I don't remember. Do that. I don't remember if I turned on the the you know stove uh, range hood or not. Yeah, I don't know if it was evacuating all those vapors or not. So yeah. I might have been exposed to a fair amount of lead vapors. I mean, I, you did a lot of ridiculous, like off the wall and oftentimes dangerous experiments at home when yeah, you were younger. Did your true. parents ever like what were your what was your parents' reaction to it? Did they just kind of like let you do your thing? I mean, or were they constantly was... trying to police you for it? And... <sighs> I think after a certain point, they just kind of like gave, gave up on it. They, they kind of gave up. Like <laughs> if I was doing something that would injure myself or others or, you know, cause a hazard, like blowing things up in a microwave. That's like 90% of the things you do, though. True. They did get really <laughs> upset about the fact that I probably I'm still not willing to accept responsibility. <laughs> I probably ruined that microwave. <laughs> they were they were upset about that. Oh, dude. Um but yeah, no, I, I like I made I made that that I so anyway, I took this big splash of molten lead and you know, once it had cooled off, I I actually carved a curse. Yeah. And it might have been against that one person I was talking about earlier. <laughs> the student yes. Fellow student in front of you, sat but, in front of you. Yes. That was a terrible, terrible person. I can't even say in retrospect that they were a terrible person because it's not very objective, but sure. they annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is fair, fair game. And I turned that in. It was an actual tablet of lead. Yeah. I gave it to my Latin teacher. They gave me like 10 points of extra credit. <laughs> 
<laughs> just enabled you, enabled your sick addiction. Honestly, I think I, I I think if I was a Latin teacher and and somebody actually went to all the effort to do that, yeah, I'd be like, at this point, number one, where'd you get all that lead? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Number two, right. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. <laughs> But also, like that teacher could have, like now nowadays, nowadays today, that teacher would have lost their job because they instantly they they said, oh yeah, go ahead and and play with lead, at, you know, yeah. extracurricularly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and to incentivize it with extra credit is just it wild. was my idea. It yeah, was, but they but you were a kid, they signed off on it. It's true. That's true. But they were very passionate about like just the, the, the romantic languages and and things yeah. of antiquity and yeah, like one of those few passionate teachers. You know, but they don't make teachers like that anymore. <sighs> or they, they, they probably do, but they're. I think the students been just destroy them. Yeah. The students in yeah, the administration just, just wear them down a little nubs. Yeah, it's got to um, be way less fun to be a teacher today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like, how do I reach these kids? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way that you could really reach kids is by doing something that's probably not, like, not considered cool. You know, like, that's yeah. probably going to get you shut down. Yeah. And, 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 I, I don't know. I, I got extra credit for making a lead tablet. And and thanks, Grandpa. Like, not only did yeah. you te- teach me, you know, <clears throat> responsibly with a pellet gun, not even a twenty two. you know, the basics of gun safety yeah. and shooting, uh, but you also provided me with the, the toxic uh, materials, materials <laughs> that created a, a defixione. And to uh, improve your grades in school, you yes, know? give you a brighter future. Exactly, in exchange for loss of a couple IQ points, maybe <laughs> depending on my lead exposure from those hijinks. Then there was the time I made uh, homemade pepper spray. Oh God, yeah. And yeah. I don't think. And used it. Oh, you know what's funny? Yeah, I did use it. Uh, I can tell you've been at a Home Goods because you have glitter on you. <laughs> yes, dude. I've had glitter on me since. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you have you have glitter like right here. It looks like yeah. It looks like a very, a very emotional moment happened. <laughs> Dude, and, half the store, half of Home Goods is just glitter. Oh, you walk out looking like you just went to a pride parade. Like it's insane. They, you know, they call glitter the herpes of arts and crafts. Because <laughs> it just, you just can't get rid of it. Yeah, it gets yeah. everywhere. You can't get rid of it. It just lingers. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it seems like a good metaphor. Yeah. My, okay, so my parents did not intervene on me that much when I was doing things that were potentially productive. Although they'd also they also just missed a lot of my nefarious things because I was sneaky. Yeah, right. But I did take a bunch of I went and got a bunch of habaneros and put them in a blender with uh, rubbing alcohol. Nice. Blended them up. And put them in a Tupperware, let him let him sit for and steep for a couple weeks under my bed. Good lord! Uh, and then took that whole mess, ran it through a coffee filter, oh my God. and then put it on the stove oh my God. to boil it down and concentrate it, like boil off some of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, uh, that didn't that didn't get me in trouble. Yeah. Did I, they even know? Like, I think they, they knew because my sister my sister came in the kitchen and basically got tear gassed and she was upset <laughs> yeah yelling about it she tell mom and dad yeah she was upset yeah but for whatever reason like they were they didn't they didn't crack down on me <laughs> and then i had once i had like gotten this this super concentrated pepper extract yeah i put it in a uh, nasal spray yeah bottle right because it makes that nice poof of fine mist right <laughs> i guess see where this is going and uh Okay, so so for some reason in high school, I was very, I, I was I was kind of a bastard because I know. <laughs> because the the one the one person in my Latin class, I used to take my Palm Pilot, and, palm and pilot. I had a Palm Pilot, <laughs> and I had I found an app for it. They they had apps. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, uh, I found an app that would it, it had a little uh, just piezoelectric speaker in it, so it could generate. Like Game Boy beeps and boops, basically right. different frequencies. Yes, and, stuff. and I would I would take it and set it to like twenty five thousand hertz. Yeah, and then just set it on the edge of my desk, right behind this person. Yes, all all period, dude. And like try to give them a headache. That's awesome. Um, this other this other time that I had made this homemade pepper spray, um, I had looking back, I was a bit of an asshole at times. 
Um, <laughs> it's but, like everything you did was very, it was like kind of harmless in the big pic, uh, in the grand scheme of things, but still like you just like to wreak havoc. You love to wreak havoc. There's, there is a part of me that does enjoy just trolling, like yeah, hard trolling. Yeah. So there was yeah. this, there's a person in front of me in my biology class. Might have been physics. Could have been physics. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember why. I really honestly don't, but they just, they were just annoying the crap out of me. Yeah. I get to class like five, four, I don't know what it was in between rings of the bell, five minutes. Right. I get to class early and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take some of this homemade pepper spray and I'm just going to spritz a little bit on their desk and then they're going to touch it and they're going to touch their face and they're going to feel my wrath. Oh God. Did it work? No, because I had put it in a nasal spray bottle. Yeah. And the thing about a nasal spray bottle is it gives you this nice poof of very, very fine aerosolized mist. Mist. Yeah. Instead of like a solid squirt. Right. So I went and I was like, okay, spritz, 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 spritz. That's what I thought I was doing. Like, mm-hmm. And so I made this nice little poof of, of pepper spray juice. Yeah. And instead of, instead of it settling down onto the desk like I expected... Yeah, I went whoop, all aerial went in, into the aerial. HVAC system. <laughs> Where all the ventilation just it just got pumped, sucked up circulated. Yeah, and then and then I was like, okay, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> and then class starts. I'm sitting there, and then people start coughing and sneezing and rubbing their eyes. Oh and going, there's something in the air. Including the teacher? Was the teacher like every, kinda... Everybody. Like, even I got I got a hit of it. And it was like, <laughs> all of a sudden, somebody had just, like, I, I had just gotten hit with, like, a red-hot BB in the back of my throat. <laughs> so I was in there. I was shitting my pants, like, oh, my God, what if they find out it was me? But, I mean, you're you're choking and dying, too. It couldn't I, have been you. Right? Eventually, it's kind of a nice it, defense. It got, yeah, it got to me as well. So I was, I was in there suffering along with everybody else. Why would I do this to myself? Yeah. It was an accident. I was yeah. trying to... In retrospect, it was an asshole move, but yeah. I was trying to inflict all that suffering on one person <laughs> who I don't even, I don't remember their name or yeah. what they look like. I just, I remember they annoyed me. Yeah. And then this whole, this whole like scene, I was like, I have this, I have this pepper spray. I don't know how intense it is. I haven't yeah. tested it. I, I'm not, not man enough to test it on myself. <laughs> I like how your, your first thought of how do I test this was to just bring it into a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. tried yeah. bombing someone yeah. with it. Well, it, it backfired. The best part was, uh, it just caused complete havoc. Like yeah. there was there was no there was no controlling or directing a class full right. of people who are just like it, it, getting tear gassed. Yeah, right. Um, and in the midst of all of that, I remember it like they had made announcements about it, and they were like super serious. Like there's inspectors from the IB program coming through today or something. Yes. So like one of the really like high level like. Uh, I think it was IB. Okay, International Baccalaureate. Yeah, there was a whole there was a team of inspectors. They they (laughs) They come in the room. The door pops open, and it's a like five of these people. They look at the whole classroom, just like in a state of pandemonium, just (laughs) meltdown. And they look around, and they just move on. (laughs) That's so fucking good, dude. That's amazing. And and the whole time I was just I was like scared out of my mind. Like if I got if I get caught for this, I'm in so much trouble. Dude, that's like biochemical warfare that you just like just dropped it on was, the whole thing. It class. was just broadcast pepper spray. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I realized is like in high school you were actually no one knew it, but you were actually a bully. But you were like a smart bully. So instead of like the average kid who is just like, I don't like this person, I'm just gonna punch him because that's the first thing that comes to mind. You you intelligently crafted a way that you could fuck with people and not get caught. Yeah, which is like ten times more evil because the step, the mental gymnastics and steps you have to go through mm-hmm. to do that is 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 almost more. Sadistic. Yeah, I was a fucked up kid. <laughs> I don't think there's any denying that. <laughs> I was I was definitely not not in a very healthy place. Product that. of a cult, uh, being raised in the cult, maybe I don't know. Uh, it was a lot of things, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm part. I'm sure part of it is just me, just like who I am as right. my my human nature. Yeah, but I, it didn't didn't help. My upbringing didn't help. That's 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 an incredible story. <laughs> I, I never. I was never able to pull. I was never smart enough to pull something like that off. I think the closest I was I got, stupid enough to pull that off. I wasn't even smart. Like at the end of the day, I was stupid enough to just do that and 
It's definitely a bit of both. Bathe in the consequences. That, well, that's what happens when you you have a highly intelligent child, like a real a highly intelligent kid who just doesn't think things through, but is also very smart. Yeah, I don't even know what I did with the rest of that because yeah. I kept it for a while. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think I ever used it again out of anger. And it's also very funny to me that like. Your, your your own sister like whistle blew, blew you to your parents and they were just like no no, no just let him it's almost like like she's Meg and Family Guy I was like shut up Meg and like you just get the benefit of the doubt all the time and it's like I no honestly, just let him do his thing she's I, like but he's making like dangerous weapons I think they were just used to it at that point like and and honestly like do you want to go downstairs and like because I was standing in I was standing in the the, the my own making pepper, yeah. like pepper spray cloud right. like I was boiling down a mixture of rubbing alcohol and yeah capsaicin on a stove right which is already a stupid idea yeah but it might as well have been in meth lab or something yeah it was it was it was harsh yeah and i had just kind of i guess i got used to it right but my sister walked in and she got a lung full of it and she ran away and she was just like ian's doing some stupid shit in the kitchen (laughs) and i think at that point my parents were just like nothing's on fire <laughs> I don't smell burning, you know, so it can't be that oh, bad. Man, that's awesome. I don't, like, I don't blame them for not wanting to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> as long as he's not fucking us up and destroying the house, yeah. we're good. Yeah. Ah, dude. I never that's... did. I, I came close. Yeah. I did nearly. I, I, okay, I'll put it this way. Yeah. If you go, if you go by the multiverse theory, you know, there's yeah. all these alternate timelines and blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of me left alive across the multiverse. <laughs> I'm like they're blown yourself up. One of a few dozen yourself. survivors. Yeah, dude. I I took. I, I was a bit of a pyromaniac. Pyromaniac. Yeah. I had multiple incidents yeah. of nearly really bad pyromaniac. Oh yeah, uh, I remember you shared the uh, the, the chopper story. Oh. That yeah, that's, that's just one of the, that's one of, one of many. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. So I saw I saw this video of um, this guy. I think it was in Russia. Yeah. And I don't know what what exactly he did, but he he somehow I think maybe he just dumped some gas, like gasoline, in a in an elevator and lit it on fire. Yeah. And it was wild because it was a big fire. But like he was like standing back in the corner, but then he started panicking, and then oh shit! And then the fire consumed all the oxygen in the elevator. Oh damn! And the dude just passed out and fell into the flames. Oh my god! Yeah. Whoa. Which reminded me of the time that I went into my closet (laughs) (laughs) with. Come out of the closet. I'm sorry, parents. <laughs> you don't want to know that I did this. So just disclaimer. If, if you ever come across this, just, just turn back now. Yeah, you should tur- don't I'm not I'm not even gonna say fast forward. Just <laughs> just click the back button and forget about this. I took rubbing alcohol yeah. and I put it in like this this big dish and lit it on fire. In the closet. Yes. Why in the closet? Because I couldn't do it in my room. <laughs> That would be crazy. I could get caught, but <laughs> okay. I had I had like the other. It was like it was like a big cookie tin. Yeah, so I could like slap the other side of it over and and just extinguish it. Extinguish it immediately. Why? Because fire is cool, and I like looking at it. <laughs> and I had I didn't go get to go camping as a kid, so yeah, you know I didn't get to sit around a campfire and look at it. So <laughs> I had to make my own. Dude. Looking back at that, I could have gotten into a situation where I if if I had let it go too long, I, it would have eaten up all the oxygen in the room. Right. And I would have passed out <laughs> Maybe and just suffocated or burned to death or yeah. any of those things. <laughs> You're like the definition of like curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. I mean I'm glad you're alive in I this did universe. So, I did so many stupid things as a kid. I could just yeah. I could go on. I could go on. <laughs> I think we all did stupid things as as kids, but it, it varies, right? Based on our personalities. Yeah. Like I did a lot of stupid shit too, but it was in a completely different way. Did you jump off a roof? Um I never jumped off a roof. Neither did I. I came close. Yeah. But then I was like to escape something? This umbrella isn't gonna bring me gently down to the ground. Somehow sure. somehow I thought through an action before I took it. You really thought you were gonna marry Poppins it though down down a roof? I had I had the no it was actually a trash bag. 
<laughs> and then I was like, this trash bag won't have time to actually inflate and catch the air before I'm hitting the ground. So it doesn't matter if it actually slows me down or not. It's right. not going to have time to activate. Yeah, yeah. So I actually thought it through. <laughs> it's amazing how you were smart enough to realize that, but dumb enough to even get to that point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't remember this, but apparently I hid because I like to do that because... You know, if you have parents, I think as a child, it's your job to raise their cortisol levels as much as possible. Yeah. Just stress them out. Yeah. So I would hide. I, at one point, I hid in this old shed full of black widows. Jeez. And that's and my parents couldn't find me for like a couple hours. And they find me in there just sitting, <laughs> smiling. Spiders everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the, the best part was uh, in at like Nordstrom. Yeah. Those, those circular clothes racks. Oh, yeah. man, I would get in there. And just hide until <laughs> I felt like until I felt like ending ending their suffering by emerging. <laughs> oh man, dude! The, just, the hell that you probably put your parents through must be and the t- wild. dude. And I I set just time bombs like this this do. house we lived in. Somehow, the people who had lived in that house before had just like a big jerry can full of used motor oil. Yeah. Like by the side of the house, and it's just like you know. Sometimes you move somewhere, and there's just things that just are, they don't they don't they don't register as a problem, or it's just like part of the the place, right? Yeah. And it was there for years, years, and for some reason, my dumbass goes, "I'm outside. I have to pee. Here's this jug. It's oh, like half full. God. I'm just gonna pee in here." <laughs> Like, I could have peed in the bushes. They were right there. Why did I have to choose this thing? Well, it turns out urine is heavier than motor oil. Yeah. So I kept peeing. I peed, I peed in that thing probably five times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Until it was like, instead of like half full, it was like nearly full. Yeah. And then like two years went by. It had been there for five or seven years already or something. Yeah. And one day... My dad comes up and he's like, "So I took this, I took this motor oil to to you know the get recycled or dropped off or whatever." Yeah. And there was a whole bunch of urine in there with it. No way. <laughs> and, and, he knew it was piss. I mean, somebody did. Uh, yeah. It was finely aged. <laughs> oh my! Underneath the coat of motor oil, and you just had to play it cool. No. There was him? no paying. Who else would have done that? Oh, really? He just knew it was you instantly. At that point, yeah. Like, like Dang. who else? Who else would have possibly? <laughs> like, like I couldn't even. Yeah. I couldn't even re- like, even at at this age, if I had the the knowledge that I have now, I, I couldn't go back in time to my body at that time and try to argue that it was the neighbors. <laughs> it was it was the people who had lived there who decided to store urine and. And use motor oil in the same container. Like, there and was at no, this, there was at no this point, your parents, me. your parents knew who their son was. They knew that you they were the were type learning. of kid that they were learning. That. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's wild, man. That's like, wild. Imagine, imagine you're a dad, yeah. and you have this seven-year-old jug of old motor oil in the backyard, and you yeah. finally get around to going to take, you dispose of it properly, and then you have to deal with the embarrassment of <laughs> the people emptying out. <laughs> piss comes streaming out. <laughs> and you're like, what? How did, how did that get? Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. I know exactly how that got oh there. Oh, my God. Dude, that's amazing. But I, I, I mean, I have to give my parents a lot of credit because they put up with so much of my stupidity. Yeah, that's that's incredible of them to uh, not have, like, put you up for adoption or something, you know. They... I, honestly, I wouldn't have blamed him. Damn. I mean, I would have been, I would have been upset at the time, but looking back <laughs> at it, you would have understood. They, they, <laughs> they definitely put in a lot of work, just dealing with me and and keeping their marriage together and yeah. like making it, to, you know, making it as a couple long term, right? And getting their kids into adulthood. Yeah. With all their limbs, like, dude, I can't yeah, believe I have crazy. all my fingers. Yeah, both that's pretty my eyes. insane. Yeah, you're like a smarter version of Stevo. <laughs> you shouldn't be alive. <laughs> definitely shouldn't have all your limbs. I I, des- I definitely deserve a lot of I 
that's that's why I tried I try to you know be maybe it's trite yeah but I try to do things that feel like they put good out into the world because I have like pissing in a can of motor oil <laughs> I I feel like I've built up a very heavy balance of of negative karma <laughs> and I don't know how bad it is yeah but I try to I try to like pay against that yeah right so it's a you're at a net positive at the end of the I, day i want to be there yeah i want to yeah. have put more good into the world right than than piss. stress-induced <laughs> migraines <laughs> the people who love me <laughs> uh your parents might say you have some catching up to do <laughs> no i'm sure they're i'm sure they're very proud of you i'm sure they're very proud of you at at this point i i feel like they should be proud of themselves but they choose to put their pride in me so whatever i'll take it <laughs> Oh man, um, we got off track there. Yeah, no, that was that was beautiful. I'm glad <laughs> we did. Um, I was gonna mention this. I don't know. Like, I've, I found out recently that my neighbor hates me. Uh, my neighbor here at the office, the guy who works next door. Really? Yeah. Um, Why? So this is just an assumption, but like about a month or two ago, we sometimes we'll run into each other when we're walking to and from our our offices, and I just saw him. And I was like, oh hey, how's it going? And uh, he's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, not the chatty type, but I was just like being friendly. And then we kind of like exchanged a few lines, just small talk. And then I I just kind of like sat there. There was a beat, you know, of silence. And I didn't want to be rude and be the first one to be like, all right, well, I'm, I'm out. But he ended up being like, this guy's weird. Why is he just staring at me? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'll see you later. And it was just like this really awkward moment. And I felt so stupid. I was like, dude, I, I feel like a... Like he probably thinks that like I want to talk to him when really I was trying to be polite. Mm -hmm. So that was the first strike. And then all, well, the, the first strike was really that every time I start my car, his car alarm goes off <laughs> every single time. <laughs> and he has to, he has to run out there with his key fob and like disable the alarm. It's, I mean, he hated me from day one. And then just that, that awkward interaction. And then recently, and it's like a hybrid, you know, so he's like health, like uh, eco-conscious or whatever, eco-friendly. And then he just bought a new Tesla and I, I just saw it for the first time this week. I pull in my car and I like wave to him. Nothing. He sees me. He just cold shoulder, cold shoulder, like Fuck this guy. And I was like, dude, my, my neighbor hates me so much, dude. I'm, I'm that guy that he's like, he's like, yeah, no, it's a good. It's a pretty good working environment. But my neighbor fucking sucks, but you're, dude. You're never, honestly, you're. It's weird to be hated. I'm cool with it, but it's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's pretty never, funny that he hates me so much. I get it. I, I totally get it. That's, I would hate I would hate me too if I if that was that's definitely the bad neighbor behavior. But but yeah. at the same time, like you're never in here during business hours, like true listening to heavy metal driving like yeah that his customers can hear through the wall or right. he can hear through the wall. Yeah yeah. I mean that would just you're send just it over you're the just edge. the parking lot menace. Yeah yeah. I, I do feel I feel genuinely bad. And the thing is like I always try to make it up by like being friendly when I see him. But he just doesn't want to even. He doesn't want to give me the time of day. He's just like, no, you're a piece of shit, and you're you're a, you've already fucked up. Yeah, there's no there's no redeeming yourself, and I just feel, I feel so bad. Have you set off his car alarm on his new Tesla? No, not yet. I don't it's, know how sensitive it's probably less sensitive is. than the old one. I think so. Yeah, it was like a little Hyundai hybrid, and it was just like it was so sensitive. But I think uh, the damage has been done. There's no there's no coming back. I can't crawl myself out of this hole. I mean, as long as fine. as long as your landlord isn't mad at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really affect my bottom line. I think your neighbor is a professional. They won't. They won't uh, take any adverse action against you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you got a banana in your tailpipe, I, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that mad at him. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever gotten? Have you ever gotten a, a banana or a potato or something obstructing your your exhaust? Surprisingly, not. No, not that I know of. It might have just spit it out if there was one in there. <laughs> I didn't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised like my car hasn't gotten keyed or something like that or. Honestly, yeah. I've scared many people just starting up my car. Like just one time I was at a downtown area and there was people like at a patio eating outside. Oh, and, yeah. And I had already been driving around town, so my engine was already heated up. And so it was like just the cold start was extremely loud, like the pops and crackles. Yeah. And it was like a family of five and they all just, they all like just jolted. And then like just the, 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 the death stare I got <laughs> from everyone at that table. The kid looked like she was about to cry. It was really funny. It was so, I, I was dying. Mel was there. She was like, oh my, I cannot believe you just did. I was like, I got to leave. I'm not just going to wait for them to finish their meal before I drive off. Just be like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, was, dude. I, but they, th that, that probably didn't help that I was, they saw me just laughing my <laughs> ass off. 
I could not. <laughs> no, I was crying. I, don't think I was crying. And they were like this close to me. They were right in front of my car. I was dying. Okay, so you were parked literally right in front. In, right in like, in front. It was like a sidewalk cafe type yes. of situation. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that is wow. <laughs> it was really, it was really good. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for that family. I like, it, like I, I simultaneously felt awful and just could not stop. So laughing. you just, you just, you use a vehicle to to take your douchebag vibes and put them out into the world. <laughs> it's like I'm not, I'm not doing this maliciously. Like you know, I, I, I upgrade. I, I did things to my car for me, not to just be a menace to society. But that just, it's a consequence. That's a side effect. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big symptom. Okay, um, you, you, so you, you did the things that you did because you wanted more performance out of your car. Exactly, yeah. Right. And it happens that it scares small children. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but that, like, but you're willing to live with that. <laughs> exactly. There's a great like TikTok or uh, video floating around of a guy who's um getting called out. He's like he's got a loud, you know, engine because like, a muscle car and some lady next to him is like, "You know, no one likes the sound of that car. No one likes the sound of that." And he's like, "Well, I didn't do it for everyone else. I did it for me." And she's like and she says something and she, and she he goes, "Uh What'd you say? And then she starts saying, talking, and he just starts revving the engine. Like, rrr, 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 rrr. It's so good. It's so, so good. You wouldn't do that. I would But I know that. if you like, did do that, you would yeah. enjoy yourself. I really would. I really would. If I had the balls to do it, I would really enjoy it. It'd be amazing. Oh, man. But you, so, haven't, you haven't ever really been malicious. No, no. It's just, I really haven't. It's just a side effect of winning a higher performance car. Exactly. Yeah. But it just, I, I get it. Because, like, when I see loud cars, I'm like, douchebag and like that's that you know it's, yeah that's, that's the perception it's true like when yeah. you like either like a loud loud engine exhaust whatever or somebody who's just got their team okay is it just me or do people like not play super loud music as much as they used to right like remember yeah. remember when you'd be like that's so stuck true. in traffic on the freeway or whatever yeah. yep and you hear like the car in front of you, your their license plate is fucking vibrating. Yes. Even your like rear view buzzing. mirrors would be like rattling. Yes. Like, geez. Yes. That doesn't happen as much anymore. It really doesn't. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get it. I think I think maybe people just lost interest in stunting uh, audibly that way over maybe. over COVID. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I'm but... I'm not I'm not mad. I'm really not for mad sure. about that. Because yeah. that was annoying as shit. It was, for sure. And I don't know why. I I, I don't I'm too cynical to think that people just like got nicer. I think, I think the <laughs> I think the average person's subwoofer budget may have shrunk. That could be, yeah. It's like, oh, you want a new sound system in this economy? What? Yeah, like no, no. Could I gotta I gotta get my toilet paper. I gotta get my food. Yeah. I right. don't have I don't have extra leftover for <laughs> yeah. an amp and a sub. Yeah. <laughs> now those same people are just looting stores and just stealing. <laughs> they're just robbing <laughs> stores of their toilet paper dry. You know, they're they're still fucking us up in a different way. <laughs> At least. At least you don't have a, a, a douchebag sound system in your car. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad I don't. And, and, and I, if you had a trunk with like two 22-inch subwoofers, yeah, that would be just egregious. I used to have a car with a loud uh, sound system, and I, I, I never really bumped it too hard unless I was like completely isolated just because I don't like attracting attention to myself. And like right. even my, my own car, like now, I don't ever put it in sport mode unless I'm like in a canyon or on the track or on the freeway where it's not going to be a complete nuisance. So sport mode changes the exhaust sound. Yeah, it like opens up the valves and it just makes the it makes everything more more, more angry and loud. Yeah, it it increases the RPMs and stuff. So. so you can't you can't really get like a you can't really get a quiet start even if it's not in sport mode. Um, it's pretty quiet if it's like a cold start and it's like a, the engine's not, if the engine's cold. Okay, if it hasn't been warmed up. It's it's pretty mild comparatively. Yeah, I've heard, to, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, but I've also heard it when it's not cold, and I can tell the difference. Yeah, I feel bad because your room is right next to the garage, so when I, <laughs> even if it's a cold start, you you hear it <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Having a loud car does have its advantages, though. Um, like it makes people more aware of you on the road. Like that's that's the that's the classic uh, Harley argument. Like, mm, like yeah, the people who have the super super loud motorcycles. Right. right. They're like, it's not an invalid argument. Yeah. They they're like, look, I don't have you know, 2000 pounds of steel around me to protect me. Sure. So my defense is having a really loud vehicle. So right. people know I'm on the road where I am. They yeah. pay attention to me. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense for, for a motorcycle for sure. But even like, you know, I have a, it's a fairly compact car that I have and mm -hmm. it's like oftentimes in people's blind spots. And I think it just makes people a bit more aware that I am where I am and like, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. Um, it's a layer of security for me, I guess. But, uh, on my, on my, not my previous car, but the car before that, I actually, actually upgraded the uh the horn 
Like really, I got I I got aftermarket horns. Yeah, because I was like, I don't I don't honk often. Yeah, but when I do, I want it to be taken seriously. Oh really? So you made it more aggressive? Yeah. So I actually I actually got like a, a two tone like it's two different horns. They both have different frequencies. Uh huh. At the same time. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I left that along with the stock horn. Oh wow! So it's like triple threat. Yeah. Like- so it actually it actually sounded awesome. Nice. I didn't use it very much. And it wasn't stupid loud because the current was driving all three horns. If I had just gone mm. with the two aftermarket ones, it probably would have been a little bit louder. Yeah. But I liked the tonal composition of all of those <laughs> together. <laughs> but that's so funny. I don't think I've ever heard of someone upgrading their horn. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know why I just was like really driven to do that. And then, yeah. and then it was so satisfying every time I punched <laughs> it because I didn't do it just casually. I was like, yeah, like. I'm using my horn if I'm trying to avoid an accident, right? right? Like exactly, yeah. Either with myself and somebody else, or two. Like the classic is two people both merging into lane right in front of you, and they yeah. both don't see each other, right? Right. And you're like, okay, well they're gonna hit each other. Yep. So I'm gonna sound, I'm gonna sound my horn, so yeah. they start looking around and being like, why is somebody honking? Right. It does. It does feel like horns have gotten weaker. They, they've become like bigger bitches in, in recent years. I yeah. feel like they used to be more aggressive and like now you hear like a modern car's horn. It's like, meep, meep. It's like very There's, like sensitive. Everything's so sensitive now. There is one, I don't know what Excuse car me. it is. Yeah. That has like two horn functions where one of them is like sort of a pedestrian horn. Yeah. Like it's, it's like the, the like meep, meep kind of horn. Like, yeah. Hey, pay attention to me. Right. I'm not trying to blast your eardrums out, but yeah. like, notice I me. want, yeah, I want your attention, but you're a pedestrian or you're on a bike or something right. like that. Right. And then there's the regular car horn function, which is like maximum loud. Exactly. As far as that goes. Hear me on the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, like the loudness of my car, I feel like it's the opposite of extreme of like a Tesla that's like complete, like super like silent. Yeah. Where it's like, that can be dangerous mm-hmm. where it's like people are getting hit. Like I'll, I will never hit a deaf guy or a blind guy. <laughs> Sorry, like a blind guy. I'll never hit a fucking blind guy. I probably won't ever hit a, a deaf guy. I'll, I will make how them many bl- How many blind people are driving? <laughs> no, like a pedestrian, like a blind pedestrian. Okay. I'll okay. never hit a blind pedestrian. I might even undefify some people. <laughs> but yeah, loud cars are pretty cool. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, I feel bad for your neighbor, but... <laughs> me too. I do too. I genuinely do. I feel like for Christmas, I should like I want to give him like a gift basket or something, but I feel like at this point, he just hates me so much where... I feel like I'd be trying too hard. Like that'd be too just try hard. Just get some earplugs. Ah, oh, damn. No, no, no. Yeah. Noise canceling ear. You know, noise canceling earbuds. Right. But then, but then he won't actually be able to hear his car alarm going off, and then he'll just be. Well, if he has a Tesla, the app will. Pro- he probably has an app that's telling him his car alarms going oh, off. Oh yeah, that's so true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll get him some earbuds. <laughs> we'll get him some earplugs. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, it's better than nothing. Like, if like, it was a gift basket and just like at the bottom of it was like some like high quality earplugs or like noise canceling headphones. Noise canceling headphones and a little yeah. note that says, sorry, my car is stupid loud. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a nice gesture. It wasn't right. on purpose. I just wanted my car to go faster. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't hate you. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, dude, Christmas is coming up. We were talking about this earlier. Santa Baby, that song sucks. <sighs> Santa Baby. Santa Baby sucks. <laughs> It came on when when you were here, uh, and I was and I was actually like you actually said something about it. Yeah, I was about five seconds away from telling you, bro, that song is annoying as hell. Dude, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like why do you gotta why do you gotta sexualize Santa? You know, Santa's like this big jolly guy who like like you said, children sit on his lap. He's wholesome. You, yeah, exactly. Why do you gotta why you gotta fuck it up? Why you gotta make Santa X rated? Uh, there's so many. It's there's gross. so many better topics. Yeah. To right adultify exactly like, exactly like can't like children believe in santa yeah you're gonna take that and sexualize it <laughs> yeah it's too real yeah it's like he's a fictional character we can make him perfect we don't have to make him a gross a gross sh- perv if anything there should be like bionic santa like, Ooh, like i like that like six million dollar santa oh that's cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> he could just toss presents like, in, light speed like like cyberpunk santa enhanced enhanced santa <laughs> You know, yeah. Don't sexualize him. He's got a a, a robotic stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like it, it taints it taints the image of the squeaky clean image of Santa that we've come to know and love. I want I want Santa to say stay clean. Yeah, and also yeah. the the 
the vocalist for that song. I don't know who she is, but her voice annoys me. Yeah, especially because she's like over, like overly trying to be seductive to Santa, where it mm-hmm. just seems like kind of try hard. And like at the end of the day, I just don't want to like I don't want to visualize Santa having sex. I, no, nor it's do like I. A giant, like a big fat white guy. Some some people do. I'm sure there's a very niche market for that. Going to town. But but some people I think would make the argument that that song is about some guy who dressed up as Santa for his lady uh, for the holidays yeah, was, because they're freaks like that. It was a Santa cosplay song. Right. Yeah. That's true. I'm still I'm still well within my rights to be annoyed by that song. Right, exactly. And I am. Yeah. That song annoys me. Like what if we had a song about like the tooth the tooth fairy's a slut, you know? That'd be <laughs> that'd be fucked up. That'd be unhinged. <laughs> Well, now I, I kind of want to see what people can do with that concept. She's going, she's going in children's mouths. You can't do that, dude. Is the tooth fairy a she? Oh, I don't know. I guess did it could you, be a did you, did you I guess it could be a he. Arbitrarily I, I gender assume, the tooth fairy? I did, assume, I did not assume the tooth fairy's gender. Let, let, it, let it be clear that uh, the tooth fairy I, can use whatever I, pronouns they choose. Okay, well. All right. you know, but either way, we should not sexualize them. Agreed. Yeah. That was a decent decent redemption arc. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Sweating bullets right there. Hot damn, I'm in the hot seat now. No, but Santa Baby yeah. and also any sexy Christmas songs. Okay, well, here's yeah. the thing. Christmas shouldn't be sexy. I worked retail, so I have some some PTSD associated with Christmas music. Yeah. Um, that aside. Hearing it on loop constantly? Yes. Yeah. Yes, to an just unreal degree. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Christmas music, number one, don't love it. Number two. Make it sexy. I extra don't love it. Yeah, no. I I will I will invent a a time travel machine to go back in time and kill you and prevent you from making that song. <laughs> yeah, right. As long as it doesn't fuck up the timeline, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's totally I'll, fair. No, I won't kill you, but I will destroy your vocal cords. Yeah, Christmas Christmas music should be. It's sacred. It's a sacred thing. You can't have it. You can't turn it into like some floozy some floozy party. Wow. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> Yeah, I realized as I was saying those words, I could feel my hair turning gray. I was like, oh my God, what am I saying right now? You know what, though? Jeez Louise. You gotta, you, it's, it, it, you gotta speak your truth. I just and said, if your truth is, is old old person stuff, <laughs> yeah. then that's where you are. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit what I've become. All right, yeah, you gotta embrace it. <laughs> Otherwise, like, you can't go through life hating yourself. That's just not healthy. Right, exactly. So yeah. you just gotta accept, like, okay, this yeah. is who I am. I don't, like, I don't like sexy Santa. Yeah. If, you get, if anyone likes sexy Santa, tell us why. Tell us why in the comments. And also love tell us reasoning. how you got that fetish. Yeah. No, don't. We don't want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Put in the Discord. We don't want to get banned on YouTube. <laughs> it's got to be so specific. Like, like, I, like yeah. people who end up with like sexy doctor fetishes. Like, <laughs> there's always some. Yeah. There's always some very specific ch- childhood story some that's story. tied into that. Yeah. It's like. I don't want to know how Santa got sexualized for you. <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. Or talk to a therapist. Or just just tell the internet. <laughs> Anonymously. It's free. It's free. On Reddit. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Therapists are expensive. <laughs> oh man. All right. What is okay, what is Bab? Bab? Oh, that's a typo. I don't even know. <laughs> That doesn't mean anything. I don't know what up. Uh, my cat okay. might have written that. Okay. Can I read this story? Please. Okay. So somebody, somebody, uh, San on Discord was able to contribute a crazy story. Uh, heard the new episode and had to share this one story from a music festival. A guy high out of his mind on mushrooms had to puke. So he ran to a porta potty and ripped the door open and projectile vomited right in there some poor drunk dude was taking a shit got vomited all over (laughs) the shroomed vomit distributor instantly freaked out realized this was going to become an argument so he thought he'd land the first punch (laughs) absolutely fucking clocked the guy (laughs) slammed the door shut and ran off i probably don't have to tell you but the funniest part is to imagine this from the perspective of the guy trying to take a shit in peace (laughs) having the door ripped open getting puked on hit in the face and (laughs) shut back in all within two seconds out of nowhere <laughs> dude i really hope that's a true story i want to I'm, I'm i'm a believer in that story honestly knowing just the f- tiny fraction of what i know about music festivals that 
hundred percent believe has absolutely happened multiple times <laughs> yeah. to multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> you involve shrooms with like a mass crowd like that, shit's gonna go Statistically down. Statistically speaking, there's there's one of those incidents a year. <laughs> yeah. At least. I'm glad one of them found its way to us. Yes. That's it's, it's a good story. That's gold. That's um, so gold. It does remind me of a story from way back in the deep internet. Now, it completely, I don't know why it reminds me of it. It's just a funny story. It's completely unrelated. Yeah. But there is a really funny story called The Horror of Blimps uh-huh. that I would read, except I can't read it without dying laughing. <laughs> like, it's so fun. It's so, it's good. It's like a good, like, solid, you know, five paragraph story. Yeah. And I, I, I have fun reading it out loud. Yeah. But it's so damn funny that I can't just not die laughing. We gotta read it on a future episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> the imagery the, the the author the author just managed to capture just the this ridiculous situation so well and express it so well and the, the language and the imagery they use is just top notch it's, yeah it's just a gem dude seriously like there there's some like like the um the amazon review of the haribo sugar-free gummy bears oh that's a classic like some shit you read like that online just mm-hmm. some, from some random joe and you're like is this guy an author like this guy should be writing books it's like some of these things are so well written yes like poetic almost i'm just like geez dude we've been going for like an hour already really over an hour yeah we don't even have time for the guy masturbating on porches i mean that's pretty much the whole story you just like the headline is the story so, all right, we'll, we'll end on this glorious. The article. suspect attempted to enter at least three <laughs> enter at least three homes yeah. along Market Street. When the suspect realized he could not enter one of the homes, he proceeded to expose himself to the ring doorbell camera and masturbate. The suspect then attempted to enter at least two other homes, but was una- again unable to do so due to the doors being locked. So this goes back to the quick lock your doors segment. Yes. Lock your doors. Which we both agreed, it's common sense to lock your <laughs> damn door. For very good reason. It's a good on, PSA. On Thursday, Schultz interrupted a judge during his arraignment to inform the court that he should be released from jail so he could, quote, continue his mission. Your Honor, if I can interrupt you, I'm on a mission I have to complete by year's end. <laughs> Dude, like, like, is he on a special... Special mission for Santa? He's got... What I love is that it's such a degenerate and disgusting act, but yet he still is adhering to deadlines. Very strict deadlines. Like There's some, like, there's some, like, he responsibility has, to it. He has a very specific deadline to, like... He has a duty. <laughs> and he, he's very he's very committed to it, which I, I admire. I respect that. And then, well, and then the, I don't, but <laughs> to each their own. Mr. Schultz, Mr. Schultz, I would ask that you reserve that, the prosecutor said, cutting off Schultz. <laughs> Reserve your mission. That doesn't mean that, that doesn't. That's not the same thing as abort. this is a bad mission. Doesn't say abort. you should not do this mission. <laughs> I think the prosecutor has maybe got a got some skin in the game, uh, dude. Just imagine, like, dude, some. <laughs> what? Imagine I just, really want to make a Jew joke. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that can make the final cut. <laughs> I think that alone is joke enough. <laughs> I think that counts. $50,000, $500,000 bond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you get a guy jerking off in public on a $500,000 bond? But if you break into a car and steal like some tourists, all their stuff, yeah. like ruin their vacation. Right. In a, and you're driving a stolen vehicle. Right. Like you, you do not get you, any. It's not nearly cl- that close, bad. Close to that. I think it's because it's like it's like you're a sex offender now. Like there's a sex offender class two felony. Class <laughs> decent exposure, right? Yeah. Um, Among other crime, uh, charges, I'm sure. Dude, once you whip out your dick, it just escalates everything. It changes the game. It does. It does. It it is a game changer. Yeah. Like so if you keep, ki- keep those zippers up, ladies and gentlemen. Like I wonder, like if that's the first question they interrogate. Like if you killed like a whole family, like was your you dick know out? if you if you have a penis and decent exposure is is relatively easy to achieve. Yeah, I don't do it's, do breasts count the same like legally speaking? Because I get rewarded I, for that. I know there's cities where it's like legal for women to be topless. Yeah, true. I mean, there's some bars, right, or like restaurants where the women are topless. But if but if I've been to those, but I, neither have I. But I've heard. It's a thing. Yeah, okay. I've heard it's a thing. But, but like, I know I know there's cities that have have legalized 
uh, upper body nudity for, for, women for women because it's just a matter of equality. Some, something along those lines. Mm, interesting. So, so my point being, like, if you're a woman, it's much, it's, it's a lot more work to expose yourself indecently in those cities, right? Because, like, as a man, you have the advantage of just being able to whip something out. Have there, have there ever been any like female flashers? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I wonder like what their punishment I is feel compared, like, like on I feel average, like compared to a guy. The legal system is not going to come down so hard on them. Probably not, right? Just, just in general. Yeah, like on average, they're probably like, hey, just knock it off. Kind of going back to the South Park, uh, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> episode yeah. about the the female teacher banging Ike. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All the cops are like, nice. Yeah, you I, keep going. Except when, except you know, in extreme circumstances, when it's like a really nasty, just crackhead person. <laughs> yeah, and right. Like, Okay, well, nobody wanted to see that. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. $500,000 yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, imagine just being that committed to a mission to jerk on people's porches, though. I wonder, cool. I wonder who gave him that mission. Like, Himself. Like, okay, because if, if, like, for example, if this guy is suffering from schizophrenia, yeah. he could have legitimately gotten that mission from somebody, from a voice that lives in his head. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. And and yeah. believed that that was actually important. Like he was really moving the dial on some important thing. What do you think? Let's let's assume he was schizophrenic, and a mm-hmm. voice told him to do that. What would have been the goal of that mission? Like, what was the objective? Um, to throw to throw the FBI off of his trail by by by. It's a false flag operation. <laughs> <laughs> because he's Wait, because he's un- he's uncovering the secrets of like the Illuminati. But but they're getting too close to him, uh-huh. so, so he has to act crazy oh, to, to to make it seem like he's just a normal crazy person oh. doing just just a systematic like mission. Like of, he's paranoid that he knows too much, so he has to act play dumb more or less. Maybe maybe like he, his his play mission psycho. is specifically to jerk off in public. Yeah, in front of people's door cams. <laughs> like that sounds like a solid snake mission. Yeah. <laughs> different snake <laughs> but but it's it's a it's a false flag operation <laughs> the box that he's hiding under is like lifted like <laughs> <laughs> oh dude yeah well, well I, that's our time <laughs> I, I, I would like to say i i i think that that's the kind of person who should be not in the community until they have been rehabilitated <laughs> yeah no shit but yes that is our time yeah, thank you guys for watching. This was uh, this was a good one. I hope you're not using this show as therapy because, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not qualified <laughs> on any level. If you're using this for therapeutic purposes, you need more help than you realize. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. that's that's a big red flag. That <laughs> you should seek professional help. Yes, we yes. are we are simply here for we are for mindless entertainment entertainment, entertainment purposes only. That's a fact. Um. I am not a lawyer. I'm not qualified to give the financial advice. In case you didn't all know. the other legal disclaimers. Yeah. Whatever, whatever liability I can I can reduce. Despite how it looks, Ian and I are not lawyers. <laughs> Thanks for watching. See you guys next week. Adios. Adios.